You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Welcome back to Lady Balls Daily. Once again, we are joined by the lovely and talented and oh so connected to her core, Justine Malik. She's an LA-based yoga and Pilates teacher. And Justine, are you ready to we've had two awesome days together talking about some I'm fabulous. I'm so excited to jump back in. Thank you. Yeah, me too. I'm super excited. And um we were talking on the last episode, we just started talking about, obviously, the main topic is is core, core strength, the core mind-body connection, all that good stuff. But we really got into talking about how, in general, and this will tie back to like core strength, obviously, but it's really our whole bodies, mm-hmm. how we can, we actually do store emotional energy good and bad i would say it's not always just yeah necessarily bad and you had recommended as i had recommended recently in an episode two the body keeps the score so guys if you haven't heard that book or checked it out please do it will such a life changer so good so good but we were talking a little bit we were just starting to talk about how trapped emotions in our bodies and how movement can be one modality to help facilitate getting that shit out, mm-hmm. right? right? Transforming yeah. it into something that is not so heavy and oppressing. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, it's interesting because I am, you know, I was an athlete growing up. I was a figure skater and um, for, a, you know, a decade. And I amazingly never had any serious injuries. And um, I've been practicing yoga for close to, 10 years now, I think maybe even more. That's crazy. Um, and also until January (laughs) hadn't really had any injuries. And, um, in January I had my first experience with back pain and awful, excruciating, like rolling out of bed, like a log back pain. And, um, it was a really interesting experience, you know, on the the only real positive that I can in the in the moment even I was you know as I this probably was like three weeks of acute back pain um I was I was just miserable and I was like the only thing I can think of that is getting me through this is I am able to relate to the people I work with who experience pain with yeah <laughs> visceral clarity yeah I um and I am someone that I always gravitate towards movement. I always gravitate towards these alternative modalities, whether it's going to see a chiropractor or um, a f- I have this wonderful physical therapist that I go to, but she's studied lots of other things. So she weaves in different things. And um, it's amazing that, I mean, to a certain extent, I, what my body was telling me, because there was no um, external cause you know I didn't lift something heavy or I didn't fall or something um there was nothing like that that happened that like an injury like that um this was my body telling me to slow down or you know processing when I talked about it with the Ayurvedic doctor and he actually thinks it was completely emotional which I found fascinating you know I've always I've read the body keeps a score I've read lots of different texts that speak to this 
idea that the the non-physical things going on in our lives manifest themselves physically or have the capacity to manifest themselves physically. But I hadn't really experienced it until that point. And so it was deeply humbling. And also, um, you know, just a very, you know, you know, there's a somatic practice called Feldenkrais that is, um, and somatics are essentially the, uh, the study of what's happening from the inside out within yourself. The somatic psychology is incorporates these ideas of it's like the first person perspective of what does it feel like from the inside out. Um, and one of the, my favorite teachings that I just recently heard in a Feldenkrais class was that if we slow down and move in small enough ranges of motion, then we can generally figure out where we're initiating from. Mm -hmm. And this idea of slowing down um, for me with my own back pain and just like pausing and, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I mean, I couldn't move without pain. Right. um, right. Was really crazy on one level and just kind of mystifying. I, you know, I have all of these tools available literally at my fingertips because I've studied all of these different movement practices and I needed to just not do anything. Um, and that was a fascinating thing for me. I mean, for someone whose movement is medicine, right? We were just talking about that. So it's interesting how just breathing that Mm -hmm. became my movement practice. Like I could feel the muscles moving in relationship to my breath. I mean, we're talking really small movements, you know, um, and I used heat and I, you know, I, there was a lot of support around me, but, um, bringing myself back into a place where there was no pain, um, was just, you know, quite the experience. Yeah, no, I can really, yeah, I've, um, yeah. And as soon as I was able to start moving, I did, you know, and probably within the, I mean, I was able to move a little bit, like I could lift my legs in the air and just lay like that. And I did. That was my movement, you know, just letting my thigh bones drop into my hip sockets, feeling the weight of my, the back of my pelvis dropping into my bed. Like I just put my legs up against the, the headboard kind of thing. So it's interesting how this, how our movement practices will evolve based on our needs. Right. Um, and up until January, the words coming out of my mouth would have been quite similar. Like these are not things that I didn't know before on a cognitive level, but having felt them (laughs) is such a deeper level of understanding than, you know, than anyone can imagine who hasn't experienced it. Exactly. Um, and at the same time, the the day after the pain started, um, our dog, the family dog of, we had her for over 15 years. Um, we had to say goodbye to her. And so it was like this crazy day of, I don't even know what I'm crying for right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Am I, I'm in physical pain, but I'm, I'm also in non-physical pain. Like this is a whole other level of just heartbreak. Um, and so it was, I mean, it was quite a few weeks. And so, um, 
it's, I mean, my movement practice just evolved. And when I slowly started going back to class, it looked really different, you know, um, moving in smaller ranges or cause you know, I can fold if I'm standing on my feet, I can fold forward and generally my ribs will touch my thighs or, you know, like my head will right, almost be yeah. at my shins. And I was bowing maybe halfway forward yeah, and that was it. And that was enough. And I was so grateful to be even able to do that. <laughs> I, but that's so oh. true. I, I can yeah. totally relate. As somebody who is um, who has had several injuries, because yeah. I also tend to be accident prone, but I get better each yeah, time. Yeah. I get, there's there's like a bigger frequency in between them. Um, Good. But yeah, when Great. you have to like restart, it's it is humbling, but it's so worth it because I feel like I've been more pain free and stronger. Uh, from having to gone through that and being more respectful yeah. of my body. And this is something that I get the privilege of doing movement. Yeah. And everything. Oh yeah. So. It's a huge privilege. I mean, um, but also I think it's, there's this element of like, what a luxury, you yes, know, that we get exactly. to go do this with our bodies, Such a luxury. but at the same time, there's this therapeutic remedial and essential pr- component to our movement mm-hmm. practice that, far transcends anything else you know yeah we will be suffering if we do not like later on right oh, and later on for someone absolutely. might be next week or it might be when they're 80 years old but right. no one's getting out of this without some <laughs> you know a effect on their body so all of the things we do um are present in our body but what's also interesting is the human body is super resilient right and so this, resilient yes so resilient. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, our, our tissues can regenerate, you know, we, we can process grief, we can process and heal from injuries. Mm-hmm. So physical injuries, physical traumas, non-physical traumas, it's as long as it takes is as long as it takes. But yeah, it, yeah. Well, which is interesting. You were just talking about grief. Let's let's focus on that a little bit. Not just grief, but so maybe sometimes these emotional, the whole chain of events leading up to things we're feeling in our body. Maybe we don't feel it physically, right? We don't necessarily feel that we're holding on to anything emotionally. Um, Like I'm, we we were talking a couple episodes ago. I'm fine. Everything's great. There's no problem, yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah. we t- we can get on to the yoga mat or get into a fitness class or maybe we were even just out for a run. Who knows? Right. And suddenly, like, it's just coming out, right? Like, you're suddenly you're overcome as... with emotion. And, yeah. and, and I, that can be scary to somebody who's like, what the hell? Why is this even happening? But it's not right. a bad thing. Not a bad thing, but if we don't feel safe, it can be super overwhelming. But yes, I think exactly. of it like like layers, right? There's right. layers to us. There's We are multidimensional beings. So when we work something like the core right. um, in a Pilates context or otherwise, um, there's, a, there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. we are working with simultaneously. So we are bringing to the table or the mat um, yeah. all of that stuff. Right. So when we talk about layers, some people live on the surface layers, you know, they they don't either by choice want to go deep or they just don't know. And the the same speaks to 
to gut health, right, and digestion. Oh my so, God, we're gonna get into that tomorrow's yeah. episode. I'm so excited! I can't wait. I'm, <laughs> seriously, I geek out on like <laughs> it's amazing, right? Like yeah, the things we hold on to and don't let go of they're going to stay in you until you digest and eliminate them. Exactly. And so, that's a real thing, digesting, whether it's the physical body digesting or emotionally. Digesting thoughts and conversations exactly. are exactly. just as important, important yes. as digesting food. Right. So the things we don't process stay in us. And so, yeah, I mean, I think there's people like, let's say like core work where they don't feel the differences in superficial layers and the more deep, like layers of the core. Um, and that's okay. Right. But it, cause we're turning on the neurological pathway. So you have to start somewhere, but there's also sometimes a numbness that just, um, evolves as like mm-hmm. a, a protective mechanism, like a defense mechanism, a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's easier sometimes to just not feel anything as opposed to feeling everything. Right. Right. So it can be a way, a means of coping. Um, but that's why something like Pilates, which is so specific or yoga, which can really access the deeper layers of self can bring up all of these things that like you're saying, it's not bad to be feeling these things. It's just the, the time, your time on the mat is only one piece of the, the processing. Right. Yeah. So, so what would you suggest if these things come up? I mean, it is a sort of release though, right? So completely, um, I mean, sometimes the release will happen and you'll feel it like, like, like catharsis, right? Like there's this, you know, like, okay, this has lifted. Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes it's a buildup of like, I'm feeling the grief more and I feel like I'm going to collapse or anger or whatever. It's bringing things to the surface. Um, in that case, I mean, your, your local Pilates teacher is not necessarily the person equipped to deal with that. You know, going to your yoga teacher is not going to a therapist. So certain things need to be handled elsewhere, but that doesn't mean that it's not helpful to also continue practicing yoga or also continuing practicing Pilates or whatever it may be. Um, but it's interesting how much the, the body, will play a role. And one of my favorite parts of the book, The Body Keeps the Score, is when he talks about the three different ways of dealing with healing trauma. One is um, talk therapy, going to a therapist. or And then the n- other one is different chemicals, right? So Pharmaceuticals. A psychiatrist yeah. using drugs that alter yeah. us chemically. Yeah. And then the third one is alternative modalities, yoga, EMDR, you know, um, all these different things, acupuncture, whatever, like lots of things that can exist in that realm. And he said, for most people, they need a combination of all three. Right. And I think that that's important if we zoom out, you know, and kind of look at ourselves holistically. If we look at our lives on a whole big picture, as opposed to my shoulder is killing me or my shoulder is frozen or this back pain won't go away. Um, and not just looking at the body as the only way to to deal with it. Exactly, exactly. But it goes it's vice connected. versa, right? Like if you're right. only dealing it with it, you know, by talking things out and that's not working, you can go to the body. <laughs> right, right. Well, sometimes I feel like the, and I think he even discusses this in the book where talk therapy is a good 
Well, it's good throughout the whole situation as long as people yeah. feel that they're benefiting from it. But it's excellent to maybe get the ball rolling to like actually voice, look, this fucked up thing happened to me and yeah, it's still messing with my head or my body or my emotions just to say whatever that is out loud and acknowledge that it even exists instead of saying, no, I'm fine. No problems. I'm strong. Yeah. I can handle this. But then I feel like it has something has to like burn through that. Like we were talking about digesting your, your emotions, your thoughts. It's not just about digesting food. We've got to process that and move it out and get it yeah. aside. And so... I mean, I think anxiety is a really good example of that mm-hmm. because, and I can't speak to the the science of what's happening physiologically, but right. um, through my own experience and within myself and my own practice, but also with clients, I'm, there's so much that we can shift just through our breath or just through moving the body. Um, it's powerful, right? It's, yeah, <laughs> it's super yeah. powerful. It has the capacity to be super transformative to transmutate whatever is going on within. Right. It does. It feels good. Yeah. And it, it feels good. And there's feels that good element too. too of like, Oh, some of this stuff feels really good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and it feels good, I think, to transform it and to just let it out and to, yeah. Yeah. So, so important. But I, I think the key here is to be open to any of this is to be willing to feel because a lot of times it is not mm. going to feel good <laughs> initially yeah. or for a while or it's going to bring up very strong emotions. So, yeah. um, once again, it's not a bad thing. And I'm glad you brought up the point of being in a safe place. I think people should think of that to, you know, have a support system and, um, be able to access that. So. Yeah. I mean, you can think of it. I I've seen different chiropractors, for example, and one of them, this was, I was a kid, I was probably like 12 years old. Um, he made me so nervous and he kept calling me chief Justin because he thought it was funny. (laughs) Um, and I just was like, my name is Justine, um, not Justin. And he just thought it was funny. Um, but my body would get so tense, um, that there's no way you can get a great adjustment um, when you're so tense. And so this lack of openness to receive, (laughs) right. Um, was a problem. So it, you know, that is the same thing that will manifest in other aspects of our life. This like white knuckling rigidity of closed off, like, no, 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 no. Um, when we get that, the chance of having a big shift is diminished. You know, right. it's, it's, we totally generally can't make things change if we're like also holding on to the things that we're not, that need to be let go of. <laughs> right. And, but that's a good point that you brought up. It, well, a good point in general, if we're not, if we're going to be rigid, not willing to let it go. But like in your case, I think if you would have had, um, yeah. I don't want to say better, we're not making a quality mm. judgment here, but maybe somebody who wouldn't have thought it was so hilarious to call you Justin. And oh, totally. <laughs> right. No, and completely. That, that would have been like a much better rapport between the two of you that you would have been able to relax. So I think that's like a good. Oh, uh, absolutely. To, to we, add, went like, somewhere, we went somewhere else and she like used right. hot stones to prep my back. Oh, and I was my like, gosh, I so love good. you. So good. So good. But that's like, give, give yourself permission, people. Like if, if you're in a situation with somebody who is a a practitioner, a physician, whatever it is, don't feel, if it doesn't feel like a good fit, don't feel like necessarily because they have the training or the, 
the letters behind their name that you've got to oh, just completely. like totally go for that. So, all right. Okay. Um, I'm excited. We're diving into the enteric nervous system tomorrow. Doesn't that sound yeah. like fun? It actually is fun, guys. It's like your second brain. So um, that's going to be good. Anything else you wanted to add today on this topic? Any other books or resources in addition to The Body Keeps the Score that you would point people toward? Um, well, we talked about Pilates Anytime as an excellent source online. Totally. really um, can't recommend highly enough. And let's see, the body keeps the score. I think also just looking up um, somatics, I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen is a super interesting pioneer in the field. Um, she created a school called Body Mind Centering. And she has a really beautiful holistic approach, but she also talks a lot about embryology and it's like something that has fascinated her for the probably past 20 years and she talks a lot about this or my takeaway from the work this would be a better way to say it my takeaway from the work is that it's this idea of remembering like remembering our capacity to move in these different directions remembering that we have the that we where we come from remembering who we are but in a physical sense too right so you know, in embryology, she talks a lot about how the how we evolve into the bodies that we are. Yeah. So it's you more know, of a remembering, not a discovering or learning yeah. necessarily. And so like it's already, it had already of, been within us. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we work with the core, you know, and we're getting, if we think about it as like accessing the core of who we are, you know, there's this, you know, thing happening at the same time, this inquiry, inquiry within while we engage the muscles of the physical body, we're, we're working so much deeper than that or potentially working so much deeper than that. So um, I find her work to be fascinating. Um, her book, um, Sensing, Feeling, Action, is incredible. Going on the list. Going on the list. Going on the list. All right, Justine. Uh, for those of you listening in, if you haven't heard any of the previous episodes, go get to it. There's going to be a spelling bee in Sanskrit at the end of this whole thing. We're just kidding. We're kidding. There's not. Uh, No, but you can can find Justine at justinemalik.com or at justinemalik on Instagram. So thank you again. We're going to be back tomorrow. Getting into the second brain. Okay. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day, so make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Hey there, Connie here with a quick reminder that if you are loving these interviews with Justine, make sure to head on over to LadyBallsDaily.com where we have two longer ones, kind of like a little extra bonus there. So you can go to LadyBallsDaily.com. You can just search Justine Malik in the search bar at the top and you're going to find two more interviews. One's called Tap Into Your Intuition and the other one is called Whole Body Awareness. Really Really, really, really good stuff. And I hope you are enjoying this five-part episode with her encore. All right. See you tomorrow.